welcome to Killer's Crawl Space. Today we're talking about Gypsy Rose Blanchard's case. Um, she was 27 years old, born July 1st, 1991. She was 5'4", five four, five foot four inches tall, 123 pounds, brown eyes, dark brown hair, and was born in Louisiana. Here's a little bit of film info, if you don't know. Um, HBO documentary, Mommy Dead and Dearest, came out in 2017. Um, in 2018, a documentary called Gypsy's Revenge came out. The Lifetime drama version is called Love You to Death that came out this year, 2019. And the ACT series on Hulu came out this year, 2019. That's the most popular one. Uh, we actually watched that one. Um, so a little background. Gypsy's mother, Dee Dee Blanchard, she had Munchausen syndrome. It's a mental disorder where a parent or caregiver exaggerates, fabricates, or induces illnesses in a person under their care to obtain sympathy or attention. And she forced Gypsy to pretend to be disabled and chronically ill, causing unnecessary surgery and medication, controlling her through physical and psychological abuse, Benefited from charity, charities such as Habitat for Humanity, Ronald McDonald House, and Make-A-Wish Foundation. Um, so a little bit of what this case is about. Basically, her mother tortured her with all this, made her think she was a lot younger than she was, had complete control over her, and she ended up having her boyfriend kill her mom. She accepted a plea bargain in July 2015, pleaded guilty to second-degree murder. She was sentenced to 10 years in prison, and her boyfriend, Nicholas Godajon, was convicted of first-degree murder and sentenced to life in prison in February 2019. Gypsy and Nicholas had been talking since around 2012, secretly over the computer. Um, they met for the first time and had sex in a bathroom in June 2015. Gypsy allegedly gave Nicholas duct tape gloves and a knife. She hid in the bathroom and covered her ears so she wouldn't have to hear her mother's murder. Nicholas stabbed Dee Dee as she slept. After it was done, Gypsy and Nick had sex and fled the scene. Dee Dee's body was found lying in a pool of blood on the night of June 14, 2015. She was 48 at the time. This is a quote from Gypsy during a interview that she had done. She said, The prison that I was living in before with my mom, like I couldn't walk, I couldn't eat, I couldn't have friends, I couldn't go outside, you know, and play with friends or anything. Over here, I feel like I'm freer in prison than living with my mom because now I'm allowed to just live like a normal woman. Dee made Gypsy believe she was 14 for a, numbers of, for a number of years. What she had done was um, never let her see her identification, her social security, her birth certificate. She basically just hid everything, told Gypsy to stop asking questions, lied to everyone about her age and her mental capabilities. She taught me how to be a good liar, a very good liar without any conscience. 
And um, she lied to all the doctors. Like, they were a little, you know, fishy about it, like, suspected something because they were part of the Hurricane Katrina disaster. And she said, you know, we lost all our medical files, but this is what's wrong with her. Um, she has a feeding tube. She has this. Like, this is why. Basically trying to get them to perform procedures and give her medicine. Basically everything to keep her ill because she was a perfectly healthy person. And lied about her age, even to the doctors. And then one doctor finally got suspicious of it and was like, no, you know what? I'm looking into this. I'm calling all the doctors that she has supposedly seen. I want all these medical records. and was trying to get to the bottom of it for Gypsy because she knew something wasn't right. She took um her feeding tube out and her mom got really mad about that and said that she had to get it back in. Like, just, it was completely fabricated. I thought it was a man. Oh, it was a man. In the in the movie, it's a woman. Yeah, we act, it's a woman. Yeah. But in, the, in real life, it was a man that... Yeah, that's true. Sorry. ...recognized it. Faking Gypsy's illnesses made her famous. She got a trip to Disney World from Make-A-Wish Foundation, donations from celebrities including Miranda Lambert, and a new house from Habitat for Humanity after Hurricane Katrina demolished their house. Gypsy posted a Facebook status after arriving at Nicholas's house after they fled the scene, and she posted, that bitch is dead. Um, the police traced the IP address to Nicholas's home in Wisconsin, and Gypsy said that she wrote that post and hoped that her mother would have a proper burial. Um, we have a quote from Nicholas from an interview that he had done. He says, I felt horrible about it when me and her were in the hotel room. She kept on telling me, stop crying. There's no reason, reason to cry. It was my idea, not yours. I did what I did because I loved her. I really wanted to have a life with her. I really did. Nicholas has mentioned um, his autism having a play in some of this. Um, and he also says that he did it because of the torture Gypsy was put through. Okay, we have some discussion topics that we're going to do. Uh, basically, we're going to ask a question, and then we're going to say our opinions about it, and we want everyone to also, you know, comment their opinion or have a discussion in our group, whatever you'd like. Um, so the first question is, do you think Gypsy should be in prison? Are you asking me? Yes. <laughs> well, we're going to play a little piece of audio real quick, and then I'm going to state my opinion. Hi. 
Okay, you just heard the audio. Um, when I first heard this case, I heard it through uh, the podcast Sword and Scale a few years ago. And you kind of get the picture that, you know, gypsies, you know, I... Like, listen to this audio. This is after, you know, they done all this to her mother. Well, Nick done all of it to her mother. And she's, you know, laughing and all that. Like, I like I said, at first, when I first heard this, I kind of was like, ah, she shouldn't be in prison. And then the more we've kind of dug in and, you know, watched some stuff, re research more. Because I'm going to post this on Facebook, too, when I share this episode. This whole month is going to be around, you know, Gypsy's case. So we'll go more in depth in each episode about various things, you know, both sides of the story. But like I said, at first, I basically kind of didn't think she deserved to be in prison. Now I'm kind of to the point of listening to this audio and seeing other things. You're kind of wondering, you know, seems like she was possibly more of the mastermind behind it. And Nick was just kind of an uh, easy tool to use. So, maybe she shouldn't have got as long, you know, she got 10 years, so like at first, like I said, maybe not as long as 10 years, and then again, it seems like she should get more since, you know, he got life without parole, which he did do the actual killing, so I'm kind of iffy on both situations, like I can understand both sides of it, so I kind of keep that open mind up for that reason, so I'm kind of, yeah, she deserves jail time, and then again, yeah, she don't need jail time or maybe like institution or something for help. But it seems like when she got under her, well, out from under her mother, I think she will do better in life if she, you know, is released from prison. What is your... Um, I disagree. I don't think that she should be in prison. Maybe a facility just to learn how to actually function in public and how, like, you know, how, you know, people who haven't been abused and tortured all their life act. Like, you know what I mean? Maybe mm -hmm. like a rehab, like a rehabilitation type thing, maybe yeah. just to help her be, you know, like try to lead somewhat of a normal life. Um, but well, I don't think she should be in prison. Like, yeah, she was the mastermind. Yeah, she came up with it. She shows no remorse. Like, she's a well, good liar. Some of the audio, though, she kind of mentioned that it shouldn't happen. Yeah, I mean, she's a good liar and stuff, but could you imagine, like, if you felt free for the first time and you were actually doing stuff what someone your age should be doing, wouldn't you be happy to, like, be laughing and be like, oh, my God, I'm free? Well, that's what you can ask the question, too, is, okay, would she have killed her mother if Nick, if she never met Nick? Or if she hadn't met Nick, would some other random John Doe be the victim of a mastermind to kill her mom? I think so. Yeah, I think she definitely would have found someone or she would have just snapped to the point of where she done it herself. She would have got to that point. It just would have been longer. Could you think about it? Her mom was dominant over her, treated her little and young. Okay. So, Nick, you know, he's got his mental issues. So, and he kind of fell for her. seemed pretty hard. You know, she could have been the mastermind manipulator like her mom was to her, but only to him. So, she was kind of like the superior over Nick is one way I kind of look at it. I mean, I disagree with that, because I think a lot of people do crazy things for love, and I think he just genuinely loved her because he was alone a lot, and he finally had someone taking an interest. He thought he found true love, like his soulmate. Exactly. Like, he thought he found it, but she could have just been playing off that. Like, oh, I love you, and she'd be like, 
I love you would really not mean nothing about it at all. But I, 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 like I said, I see both sides of the spectrum. Like, I understand both sides of why she should and shouldn't be. Like I said, my first thought was that she shouldn't be. So I completely get that. So the next question is, do you think Nicholas should be in prison? <sighs> I'm pretty much on the same fence. Like, yeah, he did do the stabbing, so yeah, he should be in prison. But with a lot of stuff that surfaced, you know, and all of his issues, like, he could probably, you know, be in a mental institution as well and or you know some rehab facility maybe maybe not get life without parole but get a prison sentence to where he's eligible for parole because i personally you know the way he talks about gypsy like i don't see him doing this to anybody else like i really don't see him hurting anybody else in society if he was ever released which as of right now he's you know probably never going to be released um, yeah, it kind of goes into the next question, too, that says, you know, do you think he was only autistic, or do you think he had some multiple personality disorder, like one of the shows portrays? Because in the act, he kept saying, like, you know, I have a different side of me, and he's, he has said that in some interviews as well. Like, mm-hmm. he has a dark side and a good side. I think that shows, like, some symptom of a personality disorder, like a split type well, thing. Wasn't that one interview, didn't he say, like, when she asked who he was? Like, he said his other side basically already took control. Yeah, and I think in the show they called it Victor. I don't know what he actually calls his other side, yeah. but in the show they call it Victor. Um, so if that's the case, I, I kind of agree, like, the same thing with Gypsy. May or maybe a facility, a mental facility, a rehabilitation, something like that to get the help that he needs because it seems like he has not got any help for stuff. He wasn't, he doesn't seem like he was raised, you know, like, being helped, like, you know, told how to live normally, how to socialize. Well, it's like what he said. He was wanting to, like, work on computers and stuff, and then he was learning, and then they just kind of got tired of that he was a slow learner. Yeah. So, I, like, yeah. he just probably felt useless, because I'd say, because the way he sounds, like, he sounds, you know, listening to him, like, he don't sound like some crazy lunatic, because the act, that actor is, like, more, kind of, they portray him more, like, you know, weird. Like, he's like, yeah, everybody's weird in their own sense, but, like, if you listen to his interviews and watch them, like, he pretty much admits to everything that I've seen, and he don't, you know, beat around the bush. He basically says, you know, what he feels about it. So, that's kind of the way I look at it. The next question is, do you think there is ever a justifiable reason to kill? Uh, that's a tough question. Um, I could kind of see... Because a lot of people... Like we were talking about earlier, like a lot of people think Gypsy should not be in jail. But you see, you could kind of compare her to like the Charles Manson aspect of it. You know, he got, well, he, you know, all that was happening with him. He was in prison for the rest of his life. And even though everybody says, you know, that he orchestrated the murders and all that, this would be basically the same concept. But it's just whether what you believe in the Manson, you know. Well, there's text family. messages proven that she asked him to, though. Yeah, and that's kind of stupid planning the murder over. Well, it was the only way they could talk, though. Well, I know. Well, I know, but, you know, that's basically like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's she was a mastermind behind all of it. Like, yeah, because even he said in that one interview, he said, you know, trying to talk her, you know, saying no, you know, about just, you know, but yeah, there's no, there's no way of getting out from underneath of it. But. In a sense, kind of like what she said, her mother didn't deserve that. She should just be in prison. Like, 
there a dude made a good point in one of the things I watched. I think it was the same one that we watched. Where he said all you had to do was stand up. Like when she was at, you know, some event, just stand up. And then everybody would start asking questions in. Like I know she was scared of her mom, but there was a way to go about this without her mother ending, you know, in death. Well, that goes into another thing as well. My opinion about justifiable reason to kill, yes, I think, like, I believe in death penalty. I think there's just some things out there that if you are sick enough to do, then you need to die. I don't care. Like, some people think that's morbid and mean and cold-hearted, yeah, but I don't care. They were cold-hearted enough to do it. Like, it's I'm not saying kill someone for murder. Like, if some, like, don't put them on death row for killing someone. I mean something that is, like, for worse. Now. Yeah, that's basically what it is. But I think there's worse things than getting murdered. Like, I honestly think, like, the torture and, like, the stuff that you have to live with every day is worse. But it the other question that that kind of led into is, do you think Gypsy suffers from Stockholm Syndrome, which basically is, like, if you were kidnapped and held captive, like, you start to grow to love, like, you fear them so much, you grow to love them, and they let their... um captives walk free during the day and they don't say anything to anyone because they have been trained mentally so well not to that it becomes a illness i could see that because well if you think about it, it's her mother that's all she's known her whole life because like her dad didn't i don't know they say some people say that her dad you know tried and then you know her mom kind of blew him off and all that and then you know he talks about you know he tried like he was being lied to but, like, she's only knew her mother. So, in a sense, yeah, she loved her mother and probably just was used to it. But, I don't know. Because she told Nick that she was sick and tired of it. And, like, like, like I said, there's still a way that it didn't have to end the way it did. Like, but, yes, I, I like, you can kind of go with that, for sure. Because, like I said, that's all, that's all she knew. So, she could could have been a little bit scared of, you know... If she would have got her mom in trouble, like, then it's her on her own. But I'm sure in that sense, like, okay, say she's at this event, like the one event she was singing in or whatever. Mm-hmm. If she stood up out of a wheelchair, you know, people are going to be like, what in the world? Start asking questions. Her mom, you know, they, she'd be investigated. You know, if she does go to prison, I think people would, like, she's got a lot of support backing her up now for, you know, her mom being murdered. I think she would have even more support if all this was found out before her mother was murdered. Well, see, well, the thing with that, that she was probably scared because if she would have stood up then, yeah, people would have started asking questions, but her mom could have possibly killed her, like how she tortured her and stuff. Like, she possibly could have killed her because their CPS isn't just going to be like, oh, your child can walk, give it, give it to me. Like, they're not going to do that. It takes a process, and she was probably terrified to go home with her mom if she would have done that. Well, her mom probably could have up and ran, though. But, well, you know what I'm saying, though. Like, yeah. she would have had support. Like, if her mother, that's just if that scene happened. Like, her mom actually go to jail. Like, people would be supportive. If it would have happened right then, sure. People, but... people would have helped her, you know, get back to normal life and, like, helped her in life. I think, which I I see her having that anyways after prison. I'm sure her dad and stuff will help her. But this next question is hypothetical, like completely hypothetical. Like if Dee Dee wasn't killed and, you know, let's say Gypsy did tell on her or whatever, do you think she would be able to plea insanity for Munchausen syndrome? Like, do you think she would 
not get time in prison and actually go to a mental facility and then be released? Well, the way this, wait, the way this, you know, America is now, the justice justice system's rigged and screwed and messed up. She could probably walk free and be that, fine. Yeah, that's kind of why I made that question because I kind of feel like that would probably happen. Like she would be released and she would probably kill Gypsy. It's like Casey Anthony, you know. A lot of evidence pointed that she killed her daughter and she, you know, got free. Like, if this woman, you know, I doubt she's going to have any more kids, but if she was younger, this happened, she'd probably go out and be able to have more kids and do the same thing. Because if you think about it, like, this is a common thing. Like, you see a lot of women doing, well, not women, but just parents and stuff, you know, like, they're more like they get the attention of their kid being sick. They like they like that attention. Like you see, like people like posting all the time about their kids being sick and like trying to feed off off their like off of it basically. Which it's probably not as much in the sense of this. No, this is completely hidden. Yeah, this like, is this is like major. Like, yeah, you're like, oh, my kid's sick. You know, all this and blah like blah blah. But she actually had her in a wheelchair, tubes. feeding tube, and you know, she even lost her teeth from like the medication she took. And you know, this child's being fed, you know, pills daily for stuff that wasn't wrong with her. Yeah. Um. So some people are petitioning to have Gypsy released from prison. Do you agree with that? It kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier. But, excuse me, I can kind of see, uh, like I said, I understand both sides of it. But I, her, it's kind of like the Edmund Camper like we covered. If you notice our last episode, do Mother Calls Killers kind of went with this. Because um, Edmund Camper, he killed his mom, and what did he do? He killed, well, he killed her friend, but he, like, he was done. Like, Gypsy got her mom out of the picture. So if she, I think if she was released, like even if she does manipulate anybody, I don't see her using it to murder somebody. Yeah, I don't think she would kill again. I think that was just to be free she, to she get got out her, of that situation. Like she loved her mom. Her mom was her mother, but her mom was still her enemy. She got the enemy out of the way, well, and now her she's mom free. Was her yeah, well, yeah, but you know, you know what I'm saying. Though. Like she got that. Like that's her piece. She got that out. And, like, there's nobody else that's done anything bad to her that I know of that she would have, you know, to take revenge out on or have somebody else, you know, do it for her. Okay, and the last question is, do you think the doctors that saw Gypsy should lose their degrees to not realizing that she was perfectly healthy and still did feeding tubes, like, and all the medications, they still had to write it, they had to check her out, they were solely going on what the mother had said. Why would you do that being a professional? And then looking at this child physically, running tests and not seeing anything, but still listening to the mom. I think it's just where it's not, like Mike said, it's very common. This, well, not it's more common than people think, but it's probably just something to the extreme. They probably weren't expecting the mother to fake all of this stuff on a child. Yeah, but if the test showed well, that yeah. she was completely normal, she wasn't having these issues, like they should have took the feeding tube out. They should have told, they should have reported that to the police, like it could have been over, she did, like, that goes back to Dee Dee not having to die, like, if the doctors would have been like, um, no, you're wrong, your child is healthy, and actually stood up and done something about it, like the one doctor was trying to do, then this all could have been avoided, 
you know, Gypsy could have been in a healthy, happy place, not prison. Nicholas would have never had to go to prison. But then you kind of talk about the whole thing that she could have killed Gypsy. You know what I mean? Like, that would have gave, that would have showed. Yeah, I know, but the doctor, they wouldn't have let her leave. Like, like, you know what I mean? Doctors shouldn't let child abuse victims leave. They probably still would have, because there's nothing they can do about it. But, like, I could kind of, like, I see... Like, I feel like they should recognize Munchausen syndrome. Like, as a doctor, you should recognize something that's happening like that. I think they should all be trained in it, even if it's not their field. Well, this case did open everybody's eyes, and it can get this extreme. Which, yeah, they, like, they should and they shouldn't, but then again, you kind of got the other aspect of the two... Kind of, if you go with it, you're kind of like, well, what if they didn't, and what if, like, say they didn't give her her medication or anything that she, that her mom said she had and all this, and then something did happen to her because she actually did have it. Like, you know, it's kind of hard to go on about, you know, really what, but I could see them, like, even if they don't lose their, lose it or something, like their license and stuff, they could at least get suspended or something. Like I said, I, I'm not a doctor, and I like I don't know what I would do in that situation. Because, you know, they they can investigate it, and which I'm sure if if, if they would have, and Dee Dee would have caught wind of it, she would have took, took her to another doctor. Like, she would have found the doctor that would go along with what, which, which they could have gave her, like, water pills or something. Yeah, they could have, like the placebos. Yeah. Um... All right, I want to leave out with just some information on this. Um, There's actually no reliable statistic regarding the number of people who suffer with Munchausen syndrome by proxy because it's difficult to assess how common the disorder is because many cases go undetected. Estimates do suggest about 1,000 of the 2.5 million cases of child abuse are related to Munchausen by proxy. Um, they started seeing the first signs of this illness in 1977, where parents or caregivers, almost always the mother, would bring their children to hospitals with invented illnesses and fabricating physical signs. So this has been around for a while, and it still goes undetected pretty good. Well, yeah, people people, people can play parts that they want to play. But that's crazy. Like, 2.5 million cases of child abuse, and... A thousand out of that is related to Munchausen by proxy. It's it's not a big percentage, but like it's still more common. Which that could just be there could be more that's even still undetected. I don't want to get into it, but yeah, there should not be two point five million cases oh, yeah. of child abuse. Period. Well, the way the world is anymore, that's how it's becoming. When how it's always been. It makes me mad. Well, yeah, of course we got kids. Yeah, but I think that's all the information we have on that. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode, and don't forget to give us your opinions as well. Yeah, this is a very big case that I've read a lot of comments on, and she's read a lot of comments on. Like, I know we kind of done the episodes a little later than we wanted to, especially, you know, with after everything being released on it. But, you know, this is a very hot case to talk about, because it's, you could argue all day about it basically the what you believe and what you don't believe and stuff with what you know should be wrong well what should have happened to uh gypsy and all that you know whether she'd be in prison not in prison all that and just everything so we'd like to hear your thoughts on it but uh thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next time in the beginning i did feel that she was not taking
positive for reactions. But the 